0: welcome to the week four waiver wire episode sorry about no uh episode last week i was moving and was essentially dead for most of the weekend um <clears throat> we're just gonna get right into it we will have a full review coming uh, later this week for all of week four um, but needed to get this out tonight as waivers uh, process tonight, early morning usually for most leagues. Um, starting off with a situation that is a bit upsetting, um, but not for me as a fantasy owner. Uh, Javante Williams tore, we'll just say tore his knee because like he tore like everything in his knee, um, which is obviously upsetting for that a guy got hurt. Um, but if I said it wasn't upsetting for me, then you would probably think that I probably don't have Javante Williams, and that's where you would be wrong. Uh, I do have Javante Williams in my main money league, but it, 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 here's where I'm at with it. He tore his ACL. He's out for the year. That means I can get him off my roster and I can stop running him out there every freaking Sunday telling myself that he's going to get it figured out, right? I have put this guy out there four weeks in a row, and he ain't done jack, okay? So it just it's like a free roster spot. Like you take this guy that's not doing anything. Do I think that's Javante Williams' fault? Probably not. I think Javante Williams is a pretty good player, but uh, the Broncos are a dumpster fire, and... I'm just tired of running him out there and having him get six points. So, anybody else I can put in that actually has some upside, I'll take it. I got enough. I got deep running backs, so I'm, a, I'm all right with it. Yeah, I'd lose my third round pick, but such is life. Um, if you're running a third round pick out there and he's getting you six points a week, that's probably worse than if he was out for the season because you could just take him out and put somebody else in that might be decent. Uh, Having said all that, Mike Boone is the, uh, I guess, replacement. He is 0% rostered, so he'll be available. Um, Melvin Gordon obviously seems like he's going to plug into that number one running back role, but if you've ever seen Melvin Gordon play football, you don't have very much faith in that because... Particularly this year, it doesn't seem like he can do anything that's good for anyone except the team he's playing against. Had a fumble six on Sunday. Um, obviously, seems like he will still get the lion's share, but he's old and addicted to putting football on the ground. So, um, we'll see, A, how much of that workload he can stand up to um physically and also handle without giving the game away which he has a habit of enjoying doing um probably would pick up mike boone i don't think i mean if you're deep at running back it's probably not worth it um i mean we saw this guy on the field but like we were seeing with melvin gordon he's not really playable um mostly because he fumbles every time he carries the ball and also the Broncos defense or offense is terrible and they want to prove that trading 74 first round picks for Russell Wilson is good so they're trying to let Russ Cook with his cornflakes and raw dog meal um, next guy switching to wide receiver um, Josh Reynolds in Detroit, 33% rostered. Um, what, do you, what are you thinking about this guy, Allen?
1: So unfortunately, Amon Ra was out this weekend. Um, I ended up being okay in my league because Matt Stafford was uh, unavailable last night. So getting less than 10 points, I ended up being okay with my number one wide receiver being out. But, um, I mean, not just Amon Ra's out, you know, DJ Shark out. Um, Swift out they just are running a different offense out there um, and you know maybe he's worth streaming this week if these injuries continue um, he's only 33 percent rostered so he's available in most leagues probably um, and I mean Jared Goff I think we're going to talk about him a little bit later but he seems to be doing pretty well so far with with what he's got um, so yeah you know maybe worth picking up that wide receiver
0: yeah I mean it's a high power offense this Again, one caveat here is he plays for Dan Campbell. So, it has been proven time and time again that if Dan Campbell can stick it to fantasy owners, he will at every twist and turn. Um, zero hesitation there. So, I would probably... I mean, if you need a streamer, you could pick this guy up. But I wouldn't use your waiver priority for him. Um guy i would look at, at getting is Corey davis uh for the jets um he's only 29 percent rostered he had a big game in week four against uh the steelers i know it's the steelers so not saying a whole lot there um but this this goes back to the garrett wilson breakout game i had number one waiver that week and it was garrett wilson or drake london and i actually went for london which i feel like was not like the normie play um the reason for that being that i knew zach wilson was going to come back and you don't know what the offense is going to look like everybody knows that quarterbacks have guys they like to throw the ball to they like to look for that guy for whatever reason they just have that connection um and i didn't know if Garrett Wilson was going to have that with Zach Wilson, even though they share the same last name. So there could be something there. Um, Zach Wilson was really looking for Corey Davis in this game. Like it seemed like every time they needed a big play or, you know, pick up a first down on third down, um, it's Corey Davis. I mean, Corey Davis has everything you want. He's a big guy. Um, You know, almost like between a wide receiver and a tight end, um type of guy and look if Zach Wilson's gonna look for him, that's gonna be good. Again, you have the Jets who are gonna be losing pretty much all the time, they're not playing the Steelers. Um so they're gonna be chasing garbage time and Corey Davis is a great guy to look for in that. I mean we saw him at the end of um the Browns game catch a deep ball touchdown. Um that's something he's been able to do his whole career. Um, is catch that deep ball, um, hit that home run for you. Um, so I think it's definitely worth grabbing this guy, putting him on the roster. I mean, he's proven in the NFL. We know he can do it, um, and see what this offense shapes up to look like, um, going forward with Zach Wilson in there. Um, and another, another injury one here, um, is Teddy Bridgewater in Miami. Um, Allie, what, what's going on with, with Tua's injury?
1: So I know a lot of us saw that injury two weeks ago and we're like, you know, this guy should not be playing football this weekend. And I think as the announcers were saying that the um, NFPA is investigating the doctor Tua got hit again and it was horrible for anyone watching. I mean, it just was a terrible injury and you just knew he was back too soon with two back to back head injuries like that. um, I think we all hope that we're not going to see him back for a while. just, just a nasty situation there. He's got to let his brain heal. Um, in the meantime, it looks like Teddy Bridgewater is going to be taking the field. He's only rostered at two percent, so he's he's definitely available. Um, and in this case, you know we're not we're not putting our money on on Teddy. It's really on those weapons they have in the in their wide receiver position. You know, Tyree Kill, um, Waddle. You know they they're going to catch the ball. You throw it up there, they're going to run down. They're going to catch the ball. Seem like. Teddy fit pretty well into that offense, and, I mean, that was a really rough situation. You, know, you see your team getting, teammate getting carted out on a stretcher, and, I mean, he came into that game. They didn't win, but, I mean, they still, they still played decently well um, given the situation that they were in. So, I think with practice, you know, he said he came into that game kind of prepared to take the field at some point, but this week he'll be even more prepared. Um, if you have a quarterback that, if you had Tua, you know, maybe look at picking up Teddy. For the next couple weeks at least.
0: Yeah, I think we're all hoping not to see Tua on the football field for at least least a couple weeks. I mean, Mike McDaniel just said last week that Bridgewater will start if Tua can't play. It's like, how are we still doing this? Like, he can't play. Like, there's no if. The guy is frayed up. Like, he needs at least two weeks off. At least... Um, I don't understand how this is still happening. We're investigating, but also the guy could play football three days later. Yeah, and Um,
1: back-to-back head injuries is one thing, and that's already bad enough, but if he was to get a third, I mean, back-to-back-to-back, like, it, it, he could not walk. Like, I mean, he could not walk after this injury. He was really, really lucky to walk away from that, but I mean, that doesn't mean there's not going to be other long-term effects that he's not even going to know about for years. I mean, he. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a month before he comes back. Like, if they got to get a good doctor in there that knows what they're doing, that's not willing to, I don't know. I don't know what happened there. That was really sad to see that because you think that you know all these things about head injuries and they still let something like that happen. Sad.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, hopefully, I am I think he is officially out this week, but hopefully... Um, has a couple weeks of rest at least going forward. And honestly, I'm not sure that Teddy Bridgewater is that much of a downgrade um, from Tua. Um, I'm not really somebody that was ever going to play Tua anyways. Um, but I think Teddy can get the ball to the weapons um, in space just as well, if not, if not a little bit better than Tua from what we've seen so far. Um, another QB that you have to pick up is Jared Goff. Um, He's 51% rostered. It's kind of like that name, not name value, but like everybody just wants to think he sucks, but Jared Goff's really never sucked. Um, I was looking today at the uh, pass blocking in um, LA and... Their EPA per play and Jared Goff is basically is Matt Stafford. Like based on their blocking, he was right on top of Matt Stafford in EPA per play. Um, th- everything is what you want the, for for this guy. They're first in offense and they their last in defense. So they have to keep being first in offense. That's the only way. They're first in offense, and they're still not winning. So the only solution is to score more points because they couldn't stop your local high school team on a Friday night. Um, I actually told a friend to play this guy this week, hung 40. Um, Without Amon raw. Looks like look like a genius. Love that for me. That was with Jamal Williams, freaking stealing points again. Um you know missing his two biggest weapons for sure yeah it's against the seahawks defense and that's exactly what you would say but i mean they hung 35 on the eagles in week one um it seems like this offense is unstoppable um i don't feel bad about running Goff out there again i have herbert in a league and i might play jared Goff this week um that's just it's just the reality um being good at football, while I think Jared Goff is a passable NFL quarterback, he's no Justin Herbert, but that doesn't matter in fantasy. Um, you know, you can score 45 and lose the game, and in fantasy, it doesn't matter that you lost. Um, another guy that's probably rostered in your league, but is available and enough, um, is Nahe Hines. You want to talk a little bit about about Jonathan Taylor?
1: Yeah, so he, you know, it's a short week this week for the Colts. He's probably not going to, well, I don't want to say probably, he might not play Thursday versus Denver. Um, Naeem Hines is 67% rostered, and a lot of guys have picked up Jonathan Taylor, might have picked him up just in case JT got hurt. Um, but, you know, with it being a short week, it's probably, they might just think it's not worth it for, for him to get even more hurt. Um, and, I mean, I would say, you know, they're playing Denver, who has a great running a great defense against the run, but I mean, look at what Josh Jacobs did last weekend against Denver. Um, I mean, I sat him, which was really dumb, because I was like, oh, they're playing Denver. Their Their defense is great against the run, but Josh Jacobs just ran all over them. So, um, you know, Naeem Hines this might be a good pickup just for, for this week and next week, and especially if you have JT, it's good to just have, have the backup on the roster as well.
0: Thank God for believing in Josh Jacobs. I drafted him everywhere I could, just Based on the risk reward, if I pick this guy in the fifth round and he doesn't do anything, I mean, but you saw, I mean, I had like 30 points, um, so hopefully we can keep that going. Um, another guy in a game I half watches is Tyler Algier um, for the Falcons. Um, Cordero Patterson just went on IR. This guy's a rookie, um, kind of a late-round pick. Um, but somebody that people were kind of sharps were kind of on in draft season. Um, but I'm, I have to imagine dropped off most people's rosters in the first couple weeks. Um, especially when Patterson was going nuclear. Um, we said Patterson is too old to withstand that workload. And even if he does, he's not going to produce like that. And I guess we'll never know about the second part, but we were right about the first part. Um, Just too old to handle that many touches. Um, Picks up an injury. Goes on IR here. Um, 31% roster for Algier. I will say... Admittedly, like, I was watching multi-stream on Sunday Ticket on a MacBook. So, like... This was, like, one of the small games. But, like, on that size screen... So, like, if you put this guy on, like, a 3-inch screen... He looks pretty good. You have to like, you'll have to pick it up and like hold it up to your face to like read his name at the end of the play. But like in that sample size, he passes the eye test. Um, actually, looks pretty good. And a great thing for him is that the Falcons just won a game where they basically had an NPC at quarterback because they never let him throw the ball. They ran the ball like a million times and won. So. What does that mean? Well, you're the Falcons. You need to win. So you're going to just keep running. They're going to come out this week and try to do the same thing, hand the ball off. Um, Now, hopefully we can get Drake London involved since I have him on my roster. That'd be nice. Um, But this guy, I would say I like him to take over the the lion's share on In that backfield, um, they also have, I think, Caleb Huntley, which maybe is worth a look. He did score the touchdown. Um, I prefer Algier, but I think both of them are maybe, you could maybe pick up, um, especially given what's going on at running back so far this year. Um, another guy, just two quick guys we need to hit on, is Jameson Williams, um, first-round pick for the Lions, um. He's 44% rostered. If this is mostly if your league is either has a really deep bench or has an IR slot, this guy, somebody probably has this guy on an IR slot, but, I mean, 44% rostered, I guess, maybe not. Grab this guy, put him in your IR slot. He's going to come back to this Detroit offense that's going nuts. And this guy's a beast. And we're seeing this from all the first-round receivers. Olave, Drake London, um, Garrett Wilson they're all, they all have what it takes to be a receiver at the next level. Um, And Jameson Williams was probably ahead of all of them if he was healthy. Um, So maybe this guy comes back week 10 or week 11 or after, but maybe he's back for the fantasy playoffs um, and we really see what he can do. Um, I mean, low risk, high reward, um, you know, Probably by week 12, we would know if he's not going to make it back for the season, so you can dump him. And another guy is Brian Robinson, who is fi- only fifty 56% rostered. Um, on He was on IR or PUP, one of the two, um, after being shot. But he's they're saying he could be back this week, um, which is important because Antonio Gibson sucks. And everybody in Washington knows that Antonio Gibson sucks. So they were already hinting at this guy taking over for Antonio Gibson um before in the preseason there was talk of that um people were on this guy obviously crazy unfortunate situation he gets shot um goes on IR you know people drop him whatever um but he's going to come back he's hopefully going to take a lot of those carries from Antonio Gibson who I can't imagine they would be upset about giving up carries from him, since he sucks um and it's still probably going to be McKissick in the passing game so he's probably going to be that third down back but um I think Brian Robinson's worth a look and almost everybody's hurting at running back this year um given like what's happened with Akers and Henderson and I mean even Chase Edmonds um speaking of Chase Edmonds, who is now clearly the number two back, uh, you liking Mostert here?
1: I am, yeah, you know, you like you said, I mean, Chase Edmonds number two, the sleeves number one for Mostert. Um I don't know. I mean they have so many weapons in the wide receiver, but they're gonna have to run it sometimes and you know, they might need a little bit more consistency on those third downs without Tua, you know, have a backup quarterback. Mostert's only 49% rostered, so he's probably available, or you might be able to get a, a pretty good deal for him on a trade. Um, and, I mean, like we're saying, the running back situation this year is just weird. I mean, people that we thought were going to go off just haven't, or they're hurt, so he might be worth a look. Um, but, I mean, their wide receivers are so good, it's it's hard to know how much they're going to run. But I think this offense is going to look quite a bit, maybe even a little bit different with Teddy Bridgewater compared to Tua, just throwing the ball up the field and... Having Waddler, he'll just jump up and grab it.
0: Yeah, I mean, he... If you watch the Dolphins games, he is the clear number one. I mean, two-minute drill is all him. I mean, I needed Chase Edmonds for a prop bet last week, and, like, thank God he got it in, like, the first quarter because I swear to God I didn't see him until all, like, it had to be the middle of the fourth quarter. I... Makes no sense. I know everybody drafted Chase Edmonds because you think, well, if you're going to pay a guy to be your number one, he's probably going to be your number one. But apparently that's not the case. Um, don't drop Chase Edmonds because we've seen Mostert. Honestly, if you have Chase Edmonds for season long, the best thing that can happen is probably Mostert comes in, takes a enormous workload and gets hurt um, because then
1: saying a guy gets hurt just sounds goofy
0: <laughs> i mean it's like if you have alexander madison what are you hoping for i, know, I, I want it. Dalvin cook's shoulder to fall off um i'm not cheering for Mostert to get hurt i'm just saying if chase edmonds can't see the field when he's there then hopefully something that gives and he can get on the field um i think chase edmonds is a good player but it's just I don't know, it's not working there. They trust Mostert way more. Um, now, having said that, Edmonds has gotten touchdowns the last couple weeks in like CEH type games where you suck the whole game, but you score. Um, I've offered, I have Chase Edmonds in a league. I've offered him for every player that I believe in slightly. Um, but people either... Also, don't believe in Chase Edmonds or don't look at their trade proposals. So, sad day for me. He's just going to sit on my bench for the next 12 weeks. Um, And a Steelers guy, George Pickens.
1: George Pickens. So, he's 58% rostered, you know, and at least in a lot of leagues that I'm in. He was drafted, you know, late on in maybe, I mean, around 10 plus. But... That, that offense looked quite a bit different with Kenny Pickett. It just seemed to be a different energy. I mean, I don't mean different as in they looked good. I just mean different. Um, so, you know, they, they took Mitch out. In the, for They took him out right at the start of the second half. I think Kenny started the second half. And they just seemed to have a lot more energy. And um, kind of as you were talking about before, Carter, you know, they seemed to pick a guy, um, whereas Zach Wilson seemed to be Corey Davis. Um Kenny seems to like throwing to George Pickens. You know, DJ is dropping quite a bit. Um, they seem to be easy catches he's dropping and these crazy ones he's catching. But when you know you need a catch, it seems like Kenny was going to George Pickens. Um, you know, Chase Claypool had one and jumped up, and it, it popped out, and it was an interception. So, um, Whereas none of those happened to George. So, I mean, maybe he was picked up in the draft and then dropped early on. You might be able to pick him up or get him for a good trade deal. Um, but, yeah, I like I like George Pickens here.
0: Another receiver is Isaiah McKenzie for the Bills. 43% rostered. Um, he kind of looks like maybe what we all were hoping Gabe Davis would be. Um, Gabe Davis scored that, like, weird touchdown in week one and then has just either been hurt or you wouldn't know he wasn't hurt if you were watching the game because he was invisible. Um And honestly, a a bit of a bonus here is that McKenzie's banged up this week. He's questionable. So maybe some people steering away from him for that reason. Um, You could grab him cheap or maybe not even give up a waiver position for him. Um, Only 43% roster. And the other guy that everybody has to talk about is Tyler Conklin. I mean, he's got 29 targets in four games. He didn't do as much on Sunday against the Steelers. But um, I think that that target volume will go down for sure because they're not going to be throwing it 55 times um, without Joe Flacco in there. But, I mean, with everything that's happening at tight end, like tight end is like, if you go out on the tight end waiver wire or to trade for tight end, it's like basically like the tutorial fallout four, like there's just nothing. Like, you're just walking in in a wasteland for hours looking for help. Um, Tyler Conklin is calling out to you from the oasis in the desert that he wants to come help you at tight end. And he might only be able to offer you five points. But honestly, I mean, if you have Kyle Pitts, could you use five points from tight end? You probably could, so... Grab Tyler Conklin, Put him in your lineup until we get the breakout Kyle Pitts game, which is scheduled for seven years from now when he scores his next touchdown. Um, and the last thing is just like two defenses that that we could grab. Um, number one defense is still available in 36% of leagues.
1: Yep, the Eagles. Um, and these guys pass the eye test. I mean, I... I liked them from the start of the season, specifically because of Jordan Davis from Georgia. I'm like that guy's gonna be good, so picked him up. I mean, I had no reason really to think that other than he played for Georgia defense. But yeah, he's still available. They're still available in thirty six percent of leagues, and they're the number one. So, I mean, i I try to grab him on the waiver wire for sure. Um, I mean, their offense is great, but their defense looks great too. And then another team that's um, rostered quite a bit lower is um, the Jags. They're only um, rostered in eight percent of leagues, but they're the number three defense. I mean, they didn't. They're probably not really seen this week because they only got six points. But remember, that's against the Eagles, so they have so many weapons. I mean, on, I mean, Miles Sanders did great this weekend for the Eagles too. So they, I mean, throwing the ball, running the ball. They just, they're just a great team. So they might not really be looked at this week because they're so low on the points for uh, week. Four, week four. Um, so, yeah, maybe pick up the drags defense.
0: Yeah, I mean, anytime you can grab a top five at the position. I think the Eagles defense, off the top of my head, was drafted in every league I'm in. But with that first week, giving up 35 to the Lions, like, we didn't know what to make of the Lions. We were like, whoa. Um, but clearly, the Lions are just those guys that just score that every week um so both of those are definitely streaming options um i think that's all of the major guys that we wanted to cover like i said we will come back cover all of week four and look ahead to week five um later this week um so stay tuned for that and we will see you later in the week peace